And now, it's time to sit back and enjoy the Two True Freaks Internet Radio Broadcast. Hello and welcome to the Five Minute Freak. I'm Chris Honeywell, and I'm here with the other Chris, Chris Tyler. Hey, what's up? And uh, I'm I'm on my day off. I was just on uh, on the internets, on the the Facebooks, and was talking to Chris Tyler about uh, uh, we just watched Phantasm Ra- Ravager, and uh, I'm on my day off, and he's on battling insomnia. Three days of no sleep. And we figured we'd just hop on and give a spoiler free because oh my god, we're gonna wanna go over this on the horror vault with, with the Jack them Jack and Eddie boys yes. with a fine tooth comb, the story yes. elements and and all the specific things. But it's such it's it's I mean it's fresh out in and I think it's in a super limited run in the theaters. And you can stream it online for about six dollars from from all different like Amazon I think has it Amazon YouTube and uh, Google Play okay and iTunes and everything so there's there's probably no reason that you can't find it out there if you want to watch it and uh, if you're a phantasm fan of course you're gonna watch it because because <laughs> you've been waiting since 1998 right it's been it's been over it's been about 10 years almost so more than oh, 10. 10 years. Oh, geez. Dude, almost 20 years. Oh, my God. Yeah. So, uh, let's get to it. What did you think? It's definitely a phantasm movie. Yeah, that's for sure. <laughs> it's, uh, it's, uh, it doesn't, it's not trying to be or do anything that the other movies did. And it definitely is of a piece of, you know, the, of that series. I really did feel like nobody had lost a step they just sort of went on it was like all right it's been 20 years let's make another one <laughs> okay yeah yeah i i mean i was hitting miss the stuff i liked in it now i've only watched it once i know i'm gonna have to watch it two or three times because it's a phantasm movie and you there's stuff to pick up and it's obvious that there's all sort you could this movie could be probably read at least three or four different ways as <laughs> yeah. is and it's funny i'm i'm a i'm part of a phantasm group on facebook and there and you know people have been watching the movies and you have a lot of people who are complaining that the movie did not make sense and did not answer all the questions that they've been did wanting they see to the first four movies yeah they, they were like you know coscarelli had been saying is this gonna answer a few few things but that's what a phantasm movie does if it answers a few things it just opens up a few more questions it's like x-files or something like that it's not it's yeah, not taking if, place in subjective reality no that's the, the whole point the of whole phantasm if you're watching these movies for, yeah if you're watching these movies and expecting a police procedural you're watching the wrong franchise or, or expect you know the tall man to come trotting out now there is there is a lot of actual like expositional like face-to-face dialogue with reggie yeah. and the tall man but if you're expecting the tall man to come and lay out the the whole thing yeah you might want to wait another 20 years or 40 years or whatever 
because because it ain't gonna happen. I mean, at this point, it's that's not even. The movies aren't about giving you answers. The movies are about repeating a theme, taking you on the on the ride, and yeah, yeah. and having that that um, sort of atmosphere of lingering. The pall of death is over everything in Phantasm movies, you know. For yeah, movie yeah. on this one, just like all the other ones, have that they have that empty feeling where the only people you see are the only people you need to see. Yes, there's no world going on there's no world going on it's only the world that exists for the characters in the situation they're in yep that's true you you, you never see a bustling street full of people <laughs> going about their daily lives and and uh as so, i think that's a lot of the atmosphere of phantasm i you see the thing about this is it, it, this was supposed to come out what like over a year ago supposedly uh, there there was talk about it and then it's been yeah. sort of in post-production since then and you know with no no date and yeah it was going to be a series of vignettes originally right. i guess and then oh, uh, when when jj abrams tapped coscarelli to do the 4k restoration for the original phantasm for the uh, the anniversary there um that kind of got put on the back burner so he took some time off of working on Ravager to do the 4K restoration, which I'm dying to see. I'm sure it'll be on a nice shiny Blu-ray soon enough. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, that's what led to that. And it, again, it's and again, like all the other ones, they're all low budget, you know. <laughs> so I'm sure it was, you know, when we can scrape together some more funding to shoot some more scenes, let's go do it. Well, the um, the low budget is is not as much of an. I mean, especially at three three and four, you know. Those were you could definitely tell those were like just you know those were those were really like labors of love you know yeah they didn't have the sheen of a Hollywood production on it even as much as even though Phantasm and Phantasm Two were kind of uh, Phantasm Two had some money behind had some it. money behind that was a studio picture right right but uh you know Fan- Phantasm One had a sort of look of that about it it was sort of halfway between looking studio and looking completely low budget and I think that had to do with Coscarelli's skill as a filmmaker yeah. and um, this one it definitely um, was shot on video well it was it's shot on video and uh, it's highly you know the a lot of the blood is is CG. the CG the 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 um, all the balls are CG pretty much CT yeah, balls. unless somebody's directly touching one of them. Right, right, and um, so and and I also think it, it that semi it wouldn't have bothered me that much if it was Coscarelli at the helm because Coscarelli has a style of filming and directing and and composing a shot that is his his own and especially in a phantasm context and um the guy who directed this is has a feel for it but he's his own he's his own guy and to his credit it's it's he's it's not a slavishly visually aping the the phantasm style it it, it sort of no, takes its own way the iconic stuff that you would expect is in there though. yeah the, the, i mean the long shots of you know empty hallways uh, and, uh, where the, the the lady in lavender is sliding down the hallway sure it was you know there's, he definitely there's, he aped it well. There's callbacks, I, I, but is yeah. but the general style of it is is uh you know frankly shot on consumer video almost consumer level video which almost is professional level these days anyway. 
Yeah. But yeah, there there were there were severe budget limitations and the the fact that it was supposed to be a bunch of vignettes that had to get tied together. Now, I think you you can see that in in the movie. I think it works though. Oh yeah, but the way well, that's the thing is it was co-written. But you know, uh Cascarelli and the director get co-writers credit and I think a lot of the vignettes, I think Cascarelli let the guy write those, and then Cascarelli's the guy who came and said, okay, here's what we'll, you know, we'll film to tie this all together, you know, to, to make this into a quote-unquote coherent story, <laughs> you know? I mean, yeah. Well, some, I'm, some of I'm these ideas... I'm praying against coherent story when I see Phantasm, but to, to make it all tie together within its own world... You know, it, and yeah, the, the it's, stuff it's that internally consistent. And I can tell the parts that Cascarelli wrote, and I, I, I think, and those parts, and he is, you know, in the, in the intervening years with like Baba Hotep and John dies at the end. He's he's definitely grown as a filmmaker and as a writer of of screenplays. So there's kind of an added depth. To, there's, there's. I mean, there were parts of this movie that I had a lump in my throat, to, as it gets towards the end, you know. Yeah. And and it it was completely due 100 percent to the 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 good writing that held it together and Reggie. Reggie is great. Uh, Red, yeah, his performance in this is. He's really good. It's it's really real. Um, yes. It's not as over the top goofy as he has been in the previous ones, and I and I guess it's you know. He's none of them are spring chickens anymore. So you really couldn't have him, you know, leaping over, uh, you know, the gravers and having uh, chainsaw fights and stuff like that. It's it's a far more guy that's just been. Well, that's you know, that's the thing. Cas- Cascarelli and the director were were confronted with <laughs> the ages of everybody involved, who's you know still from the original movie and and most you know markedly Angus Scrim who yeah. you know that was just I, I I think he had one other movie after this that that came out after this that he did a few scenes in but you know basically it was his swan song as the tall man and it seemed like they knew that was what was you know it was yeah. get it and and the tall man doesn't get to do as much as <laughs> not that he did a lot of physical no. acting but there's a lot of him just standing, you know, and I get the feeling that like it was probably like to get Angus Scrim in the makeup and standing and, and deliver the lines. That was probably it for the day for him, you know. It was yeah. probably like, all right, <laughs> I, I got but, enough out of him. And, and every time he's on screen, you can't take your eyes off. Oh, no, he, he does what he needs to do. Well, that's the thing. You can tell that he that like. Yeah, he he's he can't portray a tired old man on screen. Except actually, you know, since we're going spoiler free, but there he actually does <laughs> um, yeah. portray a tired old man on screen. And so does there. There's a lot of. I think it was very wise of them. They played um, without getting getting too much into the story. There's there's sort of an older Reggie and or, or a more decrepit Reggie and yeah. a a more um, healthy and you know able Reggie in in this movie. And I think by actually aging the character <laughs> Reggie and and Angus Scrim a little bit for for an early scene, 
that when you see them as they really are, it's like, okay, they're younger, <laughs> you know? Yeah. By yeah, showing him throw a little hair dye in really and de- put some makeup on him and he looks a little bit younger. Right, right. And yeah, yeah, oh yeah, there was definitely some some shoe polish in Reggie's hair. <laughs> in this one. Yeah. It might have even been Well, I mean, think of it for all we know. That's been but uh, yeah. That's been part of this series though is that it's it almost takes place in real time if yeah. time is even consistent in the Phantasm universe where these friends have been dealing with this interdimensional being for 40 years and we're only getting to see snippets of it as it happens which is fascinating i mean i you know you could you could write a million novels dealing with the the timeline that we're not seeing well as far as stuff happening this one probably has the most stuff happening in it of any phantasm movie if you um if you really look at it it's like if um in the, the wide stroke. scale of not ju- not like in say action scenes, but like what's happening in the storyline because of the way they jump back and forth through different areas. There's also there's all sorts of you know there's a sort of um, it's a little bit of a, a Terminator vibe to to par- Terminator and a little Mad Max vibe to yeah. per- certain parts of it and then other parts are you know your classic phantasm in a morgue and yep yeah it definitely they do pull in all and we got it was about halfway through the movie and I'm like I haven't seen a midget yet and then I was like oh <laughs> <laughs> that's right oh we so I was like are they gonna are they shying away from that nope I watched I watched it. two midget centric movies last night. Actually, now that you mention it, oh god! I, I well, well it, it may have even been the same midget for for all I know. I didn't even I didn't pay attention enough because it was I was doing a like sort of binge watching last night way later than I should have stayed up and um I watched um um what is it called? It's it's the newest Harry Shearer movie on Netflix, Mascots. Uh, and it's a fake documentary, semi-documentary about people going to the mascot convention, and one of them's a midget. And there's a great scene with Fred Willard ta- as a as a mascot coach talking to Gun. So, do they make you to fit the suit? And the guy's like, "What? What are you talking about?" And he's like, "You know, did they shrink you down a little bit to get the oh, suit?" He's like, "No." <laughs> Oh my god, I can I haven't seen this, but I can picture Fred Willard delivering that. Oh line. yeah, totally in, in this happy, snappy, you know. And he's <laughs> at, at, at the end of their encounter, he goes, "Hey, hey, hey, ask me for five dollars." The guy's like, "I'm, oh, I'm a little five, short." Yeah, yeah, oh, I can't. I'm a little short. Hey, just kidding. <laughs> All right, see, I can. <laughs> it's it's that yeah. So all right, so, I might have to watch that later. Yeah, it's 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 not flat out hilarious until there's parts that are flat out hilarious at the end but it's it's good it actually has a little little uh emotional impact to it and a good storyline but the parts when when it does get funny especially when they start trotting out there when you finally get to see the acts and stuff come out it's amazing all right so yeah recommend it okay so my double, I was, I had a, I had a great, I finished off Phantasm Ravager last night, then I watched Mascots, and then as I was about to go to bed, I saw you raving about Ash, the newest Ash versus Evil Dead, which I then was like, okay, I have to, that's only 25 minutes, I can watch that before I go to bed, which yeah. then, which then wound me up. <laughs> <laughs> So I well, couldn't I was, go to sleep, so... I, I already wasn't even able to sleep, so I was just like, well, uh, 
What am I going to watch now? All right, let me watch stupid stuff on YouTube. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that can uh, take up many, 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 many hours. Oh, I got sucked into the YouTube void. All right, what stupid watch mojo top 10 am I going (laughs) to watch now? (laughs) (laughs) Top 10 cheesiest one hit wonders from the 90s. Okay. (laughs) They should have top 10 videos that you watch when you have insomnia and... Oh God! And it's all it's all Mojo top ten videos, so they have their top ten of their own top tens. Oh jeez! <laughs> I heard you like top ten dogs, so I put a top ten in your top ten in your 10. top ten, so you can top ten while you're top ten. <laughs> Whoa! Whoa! <laughs> Getting meta. So I, I have not bothered yet to go to uh, Rotten Tomatoes or anything to see what the critics are saying about this. I it's can only proof, man. I can only imagine that yeah it's two there's two worlds on this the the, the like just a regular critic is going to be like okay whatever this you know whatever and walk away from it because they're not going to remember Phantasm 4 if any you know they might remember the original Phantasm and that there were some afterwards so so it's this is pretty much a fan uh, a fan made film or you know made for the fans yeah, and yeah, the, yeah this, the only people that are going to want to watch this are Phantasm fans, and the only people that could have made it were the people originally involved with it. And there's a bit of an attitude with it of like, hey, if you want a Phantasm movie, you got to get it with limitations. <laughs> yeah, the limitations don't bother me. Although I would I would want to say to the networks like Stars and stuff that, that if you wanted to make a 25-minute weekly um tv show in the mold of ash versus evil dead phantasm might be uh uh something to think about you'd have to find another tall man but if you find yourself you wouldn't even you know what though you would never you you could get away with never showing him you really could with where that move with where the movie ends you really could you could just you know eventually we'll get there but you know with time traveling and dimension traveling and he's a shapeshifter he can take any form he wants you know Mm -hmm. you can have the tall you could have the tall woman now. Who cares? Well, yeah. Well, or they could, or they could just like sort of um, start it, start it at the storyline of Phantasm. You know, with with new actors too. Uh, the the thing about it is, Reggie's up to the task. Mike and Jody, I got the feeling that they were like, yeah, I'll do this one more time. And the <laughs> and the, and and it was like partially because it was like. It's it, and this translates well for Phantasm because it was probably like they were like, you know, it'll be good to be good to hang around Coscarelli, Reggie, and you know the whole the the old gang. You could tell they have a there's a warmth between those people. Yeah. And and Jody and Mike legitimately look and sound like they could be related to each other. Yeah. Very similar voices and sort of mannerisms. And that I and I think that's the core of what I liked about the movie was the 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 just the, the it, it's always been with those actors just this sort of natural chemistry that that sort of west west coast laid back yeah sort of sort of hey brother sort of thing and uh they use they use that to their advantage i don't think they they would be into like all right let's do a weekly tv show you never know if you're trying to be an actor and you want that paying gig and it's going to be you know you're going to be able to work for you know nine months out of the year that's true that's true but like as we said there are also no spring chickens 
Which means their kids are probably growing up. It's like, what else they got? They got the time. Well, I, well, I know, but I mean, but just as the stars of an action series, is that, well, it's hard to say. <laughs> then I think Bruce Campbell <laughs> putting on his uh, girdle, girdle <laughs> first episode, and that's working. But, uh... <laughs> I mean, yeah, a, a, a phantasm, a phantasm, a, a TV show based on phantasm like that, if you just, like, let it go full unhinged, would work great, I think. I'd watch it. Yeah, I mean, because you could, the, just from what they play with thematically in terms of uh, time and dimensions and alternate realities and everything, you could easily have enough juice to do a couple seasons yeah everything is still the 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 mechanics of it is all still vague enough that you can go almost in any direction you 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 would choose um and you were saying before we started this you were like you're ready for more yeah i am i i would if whether it's a tv show or a mini series or another you know direct-to-video movie you know yeah Uh, because the way this one ends it's like you know what you with that with that ending it really is you know right you need to kind of do one more just to put a bow on everything at this point i think mm-hmm. it's just for what just from where i was at seeing the end of it you mean you wa- left wanting more i was left uh i wasn't disappointed with what i got it, it was it was a fantastic movie um but i would like you know i i I would like one more, especially with um, with where certain characters are. By the time we get to, uh, you know, that mid-credit scene and what's looming on the horizon, I think I'm ready for one more. Mm. And I got to meet, revisit a very something very near and dear to my heart in that part too. Yeah, so something I geological. I don't want to. <laughs> Well, we will ge- say no more. Geological is in like rock hard. Yes. Yes. Oh, I was. Yeah. I'm ready. I'm ready for one more. Give me one more go around. And if even if it's just a lookalike or a soundalike for Angus Grimm or have him in a different form, you know, put put the put the woman who played the lady in lavender in the the mortician's robes and give her a fright wig. I'm cool with it. <laughs> you know, <laughs> why not? That's one of his forms. That's true. You know, keep giving me midgets and the Hemi Cuda and the four-barrel shotgun and, and the, the three friends all together, and I'm good to go. All right. Well, I think we've, we're we pushing on the edges of the, the, the spoiler Spoiler. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah, I I I have – I had there, – there were definitely some ups and downs with this for me, but I would definitely recommend it. It's, I mean, especially – well, almost exclusively if you're a Phantasm fan <laughs> – if you're not a Phantasm fan, um, if you, you should start if, at the beginning and work your way if up. If you've to never this. seen a Phantasm movie, watch the first start, one. If start, that one yeah, work your, interest, your, work your way up to yeah. five. So the other ones will be of interest to you if you liked the first one. Yeah. If the first one doesn't tickle what you're looking for in terms of genre filmmaking, then you can safely skip the other one. It's it's not one of those series that I would recommend coming in on the sequels. No. Even though it doesn't have like. A strict continuity to it, <laughs> Not but it still kind of does. Continuity, it does, <laughs> and because well, I mean, one kind of directly leads into two, and two definitely directly leads into three. <laughs> one, one set, yeah, one, but one sets a one sets a mood that is the is the one that like sets the mood that carries throughout the whole thing. You know, it sets up the sort of framework 
Yeah, these movies are not a narrative; they're an experience. Yes, they're they're almost an experience, an atmosphere, and atmosphere and adventure. Sometimes. And uh, yeah, it's it's and it's got about the same that same mix of creepiness, comedy, um, drama, everything. You got your everything, even music. I was even yep. gonna say except music for was musical, good too. but then there's music. Oh yeah, you actually had Reggie. Reggie picks up the guitar in this one too, so yeah. you even have a performance. <laughs> but um, yeah, that's about all I got. Same here until we cover it fully on the vault. Yes. So I, I I know Jason was saw that we were going up and was probably worried that we were gonna do the full oh no, full no, no, no. this Monty is Alex. this bears a, a full hour long yeah. discussion yeah and I can't wait to see what these guys these guys think about it I'm gonna before we even do that discussion I'm gonna want to watch it maybe a, another couple times at least once more oh yeah absolutely and that's another good sign for a phantasm movie it's it's definitely it's they're definitely ones that you want to watch two or three or four times each yeah you catch something new every time all right well man i hope you get some sleep (laughs) Uh, yeah so do i often talking to me that often helps with people with that no 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 i'll just listen to back to the bins if i want to sleep (laughs) (laughs) works every time (laughs) (laughs) try chewing on some valerian root um If you shop at Amazon.com, please consider using the link at 2TrueFreaks.com to shop there. If you use this link to go to Amazon and then you shop, 2TrueFreaks gets a little cut of what you buy and it doesn't cost you anything extra. So you get to shop as usual and help out the 2TrueFreaks at the same time. Visit our website at 2TrueFreaks.com. 2TrueFreaks is always spelled T-W-O. T-R-U-E-F-R-E-A-K-S You can email 2TrueFreaks directly at 2TrueFreaks at gmail.com 2TrueFreaks and all of its excellent affiliates are available on iTunes and you can choose to subscribe to either the entire network if you wish or pick whichever individual shows you want to follow. We have so many shows to choose from there's just bound to be one that appeals to your particular fandom. Just search Two True Freaks with an exclamation mark at the end, space, and the number two. You can find Two True Freaks on Facebook. Just search for Two True Freaks. If you ever leave your house and you actually have friends, why don't you tell them about Two True Freaks? If you've enjoyed our show, please, won't you take a moment to rate us on iTunes? That helps others find the show, too. 
Thanks for listening. And join us every Monday for new episodes of Two Two True Freaks. Freaks.